Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 well. You know it's exactly noontime on June the 9th, which is, of course, a Tuesday. Today's 161st day of the year and only 205 days to go. So that means that we're somewhere close to the halfway point. And boy, am I kind of excited about that. Anyways, how are you doing today? We are streaming live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, coming to you live on safetyfm.com, safetyfm.tv, and of course, all the other streaming platforms that are readily available. We're also coming to you streaming on the app. And if you're listening a little bit behind sequence, that means that more than likely you're taking a listen via podcast. And that's cool too. We love our listeners however we can get them. Don't get me wrong. Anyways, how has the last 23 hours and change been for you? Some different things, some different cycles that we're seeing throughout the world, of course. And of course, we need to make sure that we are addressing the safety professionals out there. And we need to have the conversations on exactly what's going on. Now, of course, if you are passing by our stream and you are not a safety professional, please still stay, hang out with us. We can cover a lot of of information, just so you know. We cover a little bit about the news. We cover a little bit about what's going on inside of the safety world. And, of course, we cover exactly what's going on 
around and around. And we normally get you started with some feature story news. So why do anything different today than any other day? So let's get that started. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Simon Marks. The funeral of George Floyd in the Texas city of Houston today is the scene of fresh calls for racial justice in the United States and a serious conversation about policing. Mr. Floyd's casket was accompanied by an honor guard of Houston police just over two weeks after his death at the hands of police officers in Minneapolis. Former Vice President Joe Biden met the Floyd family yesterday. It's hard enough to grieve, but it's much harder to do it in public. It's much harder with the whole world watching. We're an incredible family. His little daughter was there. The one who said, Daddy's going to change the world. And I think her daddy is going to change the world. I think what's happened here is one of those great inflection points in American history, for real, in terms of civil liberties, civil rights, and, and just treating people with dignity. In that interview with CBS, he said he opposes public calls for police forces to be defunded. Among the mourners at the funeral, Gwen Carr, the mother of Eric Garner, who died in a police chokehold in New York in 2014. It's personal to me. They have doubled back and claimed another life by a chokehold. That's why we have to fight for justice. Yeah. This family is hurting now. Just like I'm hurt, my hurt don't go away. Come out, even after the cameras. The cameras going to be gone in a few days. The lights are going out. But like when my son was killed five years, six years ago, even when the lights went out, I was still fighting. Meanwhile, in a stunning intervention on Twitter, President Trump has suggested that a 75-year-old protester who was thrown to the ground last week by police officers in Buffalo could be an anti-fascist provocateur. The president, citing a so-called investigation by a propaganda TV network in the US, is being widely condemned for an intervention that is sure to inflame his opponents. Statues of historical figures with links to the slave trade could be removed from the streets of London as part of a review announced by the city's mayor. It comes after a monument to a slave trader was dismantled in the city of Bristol over the weekend. From FSN's London bureau, Holly Hudson reports. Sadiq Khan has announced that all statues in London will be examined by a commission to ensure they reflect the capital's diversity. The London mayor said the city's landmarks, including road names and public spaces, reflect a bygone era. He described it as an uncomfortable truth that the city owes a large part of its wealth to its role in the slave trade, adding that the contribution of many communities in the capital has been willfully ignored and the Black Lives Matter protests have brought attention to that. Holly Hudson, London. North Korea appears to have cut all communications with the South as tensions grow between the two countries. As attempts have been made to improve bilateral ties over the last couple of years, Seoul would normally initiate at least two calls a day via the hotlines that exist between the two countries. But now the North Koreans do not seem to be answering. From Bureaus Worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Well, you had to try to be something around here. So anyways, what do you think about the news there? That was, of course, presented by our friends at Feature Story News, bringing it to you in real time, close to in living color. By the way, just when we're done with this show, just so you know, if you do hang out at safetyfm.com or if you hang out on the app on the radio stream, whatever you do there, we do bring you live news feeds hour by hour 
just so you know. So every hour on the top of the hour, we give you the news real time, just so you know exactly what's going on. So let's not waste too much time and let's get you into the hit list because that's always why most people show up. So let's do it. Let's go from there. Anyway, the World Health Organization announced Monday that astavetic people rarely transmit COVID-19 to someone else. From the data we have, it still seems to be rare for a person to actually transmit onwards to a secondary individual. This is according to Maria Van of The Who or the WHO, however you want to do it, not The Who, The Band, because I know that can be confusing right away. Instead, she says, governments should detect and isolate infected people and all those with symptoms. So something to think about now. So now they're saying that people that already have had the disease are, you know, not able to transmit, which is kind of an important piece, something to talk about, something that we continue to have the discussion. Anyways, the conversation came up today. I was in, I was sitting at a meeting early in the morning. Yes, very, very, very early in the morning. Duh. And we were having a conversation about what people are doing when it comes to testing their employees and so on and what have been the cases so far. Now, a gentleman in particular made a reference piece where he says that they've had over 200,000. Yeah, 200,000 tests in the area and zero people have shown up with anything. Now, there was another gentleman that said that he had had several tests at the location where he was actually at. And there has been, I think he said three people and someone else said that there was two people that had actually passed away that they knew directly. What are you seeing to be the cases in the area that you're in? And besides the area, what about your work establishment? How are they handling a lot of those scenarios? Because that's always a good conversation to start. What preventative measures are in place? Now, some people are saying PPE, mask, gloves, so on. What exactly are you doing in your organization? Because that's the question that does come up. I don't know. I just asked the question because it is subject matter that does come up from time to time. I just want to know how everybody's handling it because everybody's doing something a tad different, a little bit stranger than others. You know, and I mean, strange in a good way, not in a, in a terrible way, because some people can take that entirely the wrong way by what do I mean? But I want you to understand exactly what that means. So here we go. We're going to go down the path here. Duncan is looking to expand and it's staffing up in order to do so. The Duncan or the Duncan Donuts chain has launched an advertising campaign to recruit 25,000 new employees centered on a low cost degree program in partnership with Southern New Hampshire University. Employees at franchise locations would be eligible to participate in the Septizize Higher education program now if you've ever been out to massachusetts and hung out in the boston area in particular you know that there is a freaking dunkin donuts on almost every single corner nothing wrong with dunkin donuts i'm just breaking reference to that in particular but there's almost a dunkin donuts on every corner so this is a program that becomes available now if you do go to other areas dunkin donuts could be popular or not popular depending where you're at what do you think as a safety professional working for Dunkin' Donuts, if in a, if you had a safety role there, what kind of shit do you think you could get into? Now, there's, of course, people can say, well, donuts are not healthy. Now, that's a matter of opinion in regards to how you do it, because I'm sure that somebody has to have some virginality of a paleo donut, a keto donut, however the hell you want to talk about it. So what do you think? Would this be something that would be of interest to you of doing the keto style donut? The paleo style donut. And would you be interested in going to go through in higher education courses? Of course, at Southern New Hampshire University 
to talk and possibly be involved inside of the donut franchises. Something to think about, of course. Always a good portion of conversation can go there. Anyways, here's how this story starts. I did not word it this way, so buyers beware. Fatties beware. <laughs> the Beach Hotel Salzburg in Germany isn't for you. The Beach Resort says that its sensitive modern furniture can't support the weight of those over 130 kilograms. That's about 286 pounds. The owner also says that the showers are too small for larger patrons. So what do you think there? Do you think that they need to adjust? Or do you look at it and you go, well, I guess at least you're forewarned before you get there. Because, I mean, that's always a subject of conversation. Now, do you think that my weight or my height should factor in if I'm going into your establishment to be able to stay at? Especially with everything going on with the economy right now. Duh. I mean, just something to think about, of course. I don't know. I just take a look at it and I go, this is kind of crazy that you would have to determine ahead of time if you're going to be short enough, tall enough, small enough to be able to stay somewhere. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So Midwestern states are bracing for inclement storms spurred by Tropical Storm Cristobal. It's the most western track path for the tropical storm ever. And it will bring rain into the upper Midwest Tuesday into Wednesday. And it will hit eastern Iowa and chart a path directly over Wisconsin. It would also be the first time that tropical cyclones has deteriorated over the Cross Lake Superior. It could also chart as far north as Canada by Thursday. Holy shit. Holy shit, dude. Think about that. All the way up there where it's going to probably disappear. The whole thing. From all the way down south. I mean, think about where it was at. Think about it. To all of a sudden going all the way up to Canada. Possibly by Thursday. I mean, something crazy there. Crazy. To think about. Because I don't know. I just look at it and I go, that is a far distance for sure as it moves forward. Anyways, the S&P 500 is positive for the year. Wiping out losses connected to COVID-19 crisis, it closed Monday at 3,232 points, up 47% from its created low in March. Finishing at 27,572 points on Monday, the Dow is only down 3.3% for the year. Now, I had the discussion with you that there were some market analysts that said don't go crazy during this time don't do things out of the ordinary because it was going to rebound Duh. someone that i listen to all the time and i have referenced it here on the show is dave ramsey dave ramsey said don't let the market scare you at the moment continue doing what you're doing now if you were able or were investing or had invested did you leave it alone or did you grab it and take it out now i just asked from a safety professional standpoint on how did you do that? How do you look at that? I don't know. So the other portion, I know that some people have been furloughed and some people have been let go from their positions and some people were unable to continue working. And I understand these things. So certain things had to be done. But what did you do? And do you think that it was a good idea to leave it in the market? Your opinion, of course, opposed to actually taking it out. I don't know. There's mixed reviews. You have to live. Don't get me wrong. Not saying that you shouldn't do the things to actually protect the the four pillars, as we have discussed in the past. But what did you do? Did you decide to 
to keep it there or did you decide to move forward or what exactly did you do? I don't know. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. I never understand the sarcasm thing. I guess I really shouldn't be crunching ice while on the air, but hey, it came through the cup. Didn't expect that one. Okay, Sony has rescheduled its big announcement for the PS5 console, which is put, put off amid the protests across the country. The big event will be Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Sony notes that the pre-tape broadcast will stream in lower definition that you can expect when actually playing the games, as it didn't want to bog down the computing resources of everyone's working remotely. Now, if you have a higher quality system, that you are actually putting out. Why would you lower the quality for the purpose of not showing off? Now, I understand, don't get me wrong, that you don't want to bog down people's system, but you are taking and making it the event of events to show people what exactly your system can do. And all of a sudden, if it's the event of events, and all of a sudden it's not doing as well as it's supposed to, people might question the capability of the system now i don't know if you're a big xbox player or if you are a playstation player which system are you looking forward most to now i will tell you there is a lot of safety professionals that i interact with that what they do is that when they're on the road they take a system with them for they can play on the road when they're cooped up inside of their hotel now entirely up to you on what you want to do and how do you look at this now? Will this new system be something that you'll be interested in transitioning forward? I don't know. I just have the question. Anyway, SpaceX Starship Project is now the number one priority for the company, Elon Musk said in an email to employees sent out this week. This week must have been yesterday. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the project is a flagship vessel intended to eventually send humans to Mars when launched on the super heavy rocket booster. If all goes as planned, the system will be fully reusable. This Mars thing keeps on seeming like it's going to be a lot closer than we're expecting. I know we were talking about it briefly yesterday, but it'll be interesting to see exactly what takes place. Elon Musk has actually made reference that this is something that he wants to do. Now, the only Mars thing that I've ever seen on TV, movie, whatever you want to call it, was I used to actually watch Total Recall. Duh. And Arnold Schwarzenegger's character was obsessed. Douglas Quaid. Douglas Quaid was obsessed with going to Mars. I wonder where the obsession for Mars comes about with Elon Musk. Any ideas? Would love to hear if you know. Anyways, while many researchers believe that the super volcano under Yellowstone is ticking as a ticking time bomb, new studies suggest that if it does erupt, it would be nothing like the explosions in the past. A new study in the Journal of Geology suggests that a colossal eruption happened 8.72 million years ago and covered nearly 9,000 square miles across the present-day Idaho in northern Nevada. It appears to be 30% larger than the next biggest blast, which scientists pegged to be happening 2.1 million years ago. On a geological scale, Yellowstone could blow at any moment. But it's likely that hundreds to thousands of years off. I don't know. I sure as hell would not want to be there when it happens. That's for sure. And how do you prep for this if you're a park ranger? How do you have? How are you ready for this event? I don't know. I have some park ranger friends. Would love to hear their version of what they have to say. You know who you are. You know who I'm talking to. You park ranger. You. 
Maybe we'll have something in the very near future to talk about there. Yeah, smiling if you're watching. You know you know why I'm smiling. Anyways, the National Bureau of Economic Research has declared that the economic recession formally began in February after the longest expansion in history. They report indicators like employment, income, and spending all peaked, then swiftly turned down. The craft... The crater comes after the 11 year of sustained growth based on their data. So that's information to talk about real quick. So here we go. Before I get into this, this is the main story. Then we're going to go into our normal stuff. Now, I'm going to tell you, during the main story, there's going to be a video. And I want to forewarn you that there is a lot of cursing in the video. So I want you to be aware of this before I play it. I want you to be aware of this before we go too far here. But let's talk about the main story and let's get that rolling. Well, let's get it rolling right away. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So this is a combination story here as we move forward. So just so you are fully aware as I have the discussion with you. So going from the top. CrossFit CEO is getting the cancel treatment. So let me explain what I mean. In response to a tweet from the Institute of Health Metrics and Evaluation that said racism and discrimination are critical public health issues that demand urgent response, CrossFit CEO Greg Glassman said it's Floyd 19, connecting George Floyd's name and the COVID-19 pandemic. The tweet quickly went viral with Reebok saying Monday it plans to cancel the relationship with CrossFit when their agreement ends this year. Following the backlash, Glassman took to the official CrossFit account saying, I CrossFit HQ and the CrossFit community will not stand for racism. I made a mistake by the words I chose yesterday. My heart is deeply saddened by the pain that has been caused. It was a mistake, not racist, but a mistake. He clarified that the tweet was about the mocking of the IHME models, not about making a political statement on race saying, I was trying to stick to the IHME underscore UW for their invalidated models, resulting in needless, a needless economically reckoning, life reckoning lockdown involving George Floyd's name and the effort was wrong. So that was the information that he shared. And of course, a lot of backlash, a lot of CrossFitters yesterday, or better saying when it was actually released, had a lot of comments about it, saying that they were calling for him to resign as the head of CrossFit. They were also saying a lot of things there that they did not want to be associated with Greg Glassman anymore because of so. Now, I do know a lot of people inside of the safety community that are tied to CrossFit and enjoy CrossFit. Nothing against CrossFit, but they do not agree with what some of the the head of the CrossFit was saying. And some things have come up in regards of, well, I don't understand a lot of the things that are going on, and I don't understand some of the frustration. So today, I wanted to take the opportunity, and I wanted to share some information with you from Kimberly Jones. Now, I'm going to tell you. This has a lot of harsh language, a little bit harsher than what we normally use around here, but I wanted to share the information with you. So take a listen right now on the Rated R Safety Show. So 
I've, I've been seeing a lot of of the people making commentary um interestingly enough the ones i've noticed that have been making the commentary are wealthy black people making the commentary about we should not be um rioting we should not be looting we should not be tearing up our own communities and then there's been an argument of the other side of we should be hitting them in the pocket we should be focusing on the blackout days where we don't spend money um but you know i feel like we should do both and I feel like I support both. And I'll tell you why I support both. I support both because there, when you have a civil unrest like this, there are three type of people in the streets. There are the protesters, there are the rioters, and there are the looters. The protesters are there because they actually care about what is happening in the community. They want to raise their voices and they are there strictly to protest. You have the rioters who are angry, who are anarchists, who really just want to fuck shit up. And that's what they're going to do regardless. And then you have the looters. And the looters almost exclusively are just there to do that, to loot. Now, people are like, well, what did you gain? Well, what did you get from looting? I think that as long as we're focusing on the what, we're not focusing on the why, and that's my issue with that. As long as we're focusing on what they're doing, we're not focusing on why they're doing. And some people are like, well, those aren't people who are legitimately angry about what's happening. Those are people who just want to get stuff. Okay, well then, let's go with that. Let's say that's what it is. Let's ask ourselves why in this country in 2020, the financial gap between poor blacks and the rest of the world is at such a distance that people feel like their only hope and only opportunity to get some of the things that we flaunt and flash in front of them all the time is to walk through a broken glass window and get it. That they are so hopeless that getting that necklace, getting that TV, getting that change, getting that bed, getting that phone, whatever it is that they're going to get is that in that moment when the riots happen and if they present an opportunity of looting, that's their only opportunity to get it. We need to be questioning that why. Why are people that poor why are people that broke why are people that that food insecure that clothing insecure that they feel like their only shot that they are shooting their shot by walking through a broken glass window to get what they need and then people want to talk about well there's plenty of people who pull themselves up by their bootstraps and got it on their own why can't they do that let me explain to you something about economics in america and i'm so glad that as a child i got an opportunity to spend time at push where they taught me this is that we must never forget that economics was the reason that black people were brought to this country we came to do the agricultural work in the south and the textile work in the north do you understand that that's what we came to do we came to do the agricultural work in the south and the textile work in the north. Now, if I right now, if I right now decided that I wanted to play Monopoly with you, and for 400 rounds of playing Monopoly, I didn't allow you to have any money, I didn't allow you to have anything on the board, I didn't allow for you to have anything, and then we played another 50 rounds of Monopoly, and everything that you gained and you earned while you were playing that round of Monopoly was taken from you. That was Tulsa, that was Rosewood, There are those are places where we built black economic wealth, where we were self-sufficient, where we owned our stores, where we owned our property and they burn them to the ground. So that's 450 years. So for 400 rounds of Monopoly, you don't get to play at all. Not only do you not get to play, you have to play on the behalf of the person that you're playing against. You have to play and make money and earn wealth for them and then you have to turn it over to them.
So then for 50 years, you finally get a little bit and you're allowed to play. And every time that they don't like the way that you're playing or that you're catching up or that you're doing something to be self-sufficient, they burn your game. They burn your cards. They burn your Monopoly money. And then, finally, at the release and the onset of that, they allow you to play and they say, okay, now you catch up. Now, at this point, the only way you're going to catch up in the game is if the person shares the wealth, correct? But what if every time you share the wealth, then there's psychological warfare against you to say, oh, you're an equal opportunity higher. So if I played 400 rounds of Monopoly with you and I had to play and give you every dime that I made, and then for 50 years, every time that I played, I, if you didn't like what I did, you got to burn it like they did in Tulsa and like they did in Rosewood, how can you win? How can you win? You can't win. The game is fixed. So when they say, why do you burn down the community? Why do you burn down your own neighborhood? It's not ours. We don't own anything. We don't own anything. There is, Trevor Noah said it so beautifully last night. There's a social contract that we all have. That if you steal or if I steal, then the person who is the authority comes in and they fix the situation. But the person who fixes the situation is killing us. So the social contract is broken. And if the social contract is broken, why the fuck do I give a shit about burning the fucking football hall of fame, about burning a fucking target? You broke the contract when you killed us in the streets and didn't give a fuck. You broke the contract when for 400 years we played your game and built your wealth. You broke the contract when we built our wealth again on our own by our bootstraps in Tulsa and you dropped bombs on us. When we built it in Rosewood and you came in and you slaughtered us. You broke the contract, so fuck your target. Fuck your Hall of Fame. As far as I'm concerned, they could burn this bitch to the ground. And it still wouldn't be enough. And they are lucky that what black people are looking for is equality and not revenge. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Nobody's life's easy, and sometimes life presents us with mountains that seem too high to climb. But that's when I dig in. When push comes to shove, it comes down to your will to win. I'm a trial lawyer, and a trial's a heavyweight championship fight. Figer Law won't back down, we won't give up, and we never give in. Ever. Have we told you? Do you know about this? We are looking for the next big safety podcast. This is the contest. Oh, yes, the contest. After producing and creating and interacting with several different artists, podcasters, and broadcasters, we want to offer to you the possibility of becoming the next big safety podcast. Podcast. So what do you need to do? Right now, if you go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest, that's safetyfm.com forward slash contest you have the possibility of being the next big safety podcast you and your show could come onto the safety fm network for the next year we will host your podcast on our servers we will give you 
access to the Safety FM broadcast network and, of course, access to the Safety FM listeners. Come by to the website to enter. That's safetyfm.com forward slash contest. You can enter in daily. This contest is only valid for the United States of America. Please look at contest rules on the website. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. So, welcome back. So, here's the here's the interesting thing. So, I have to tell you, a lot of times things come up. And here's what happens. I want to share information with you that you might not normally find. And that was information provided by Kimberly Jones from David Jones Media, as you saw on the screen. So, we give you access to the platform. We give you access to hear what is going on from different perspectives. And sometimes some people go, well, what is your point of view? My point of view has always been the same thing. And let me discuss this with you just in case, because I don't want there to be any confusion. I always want you to do your own research. I always want you to look into the stories. I will give you the information as I am able to Locate it. I will give you the information as provided by future feature story news. I will give you the information exactly how it comes about. And I will tell you, it's interesting because sometimes when I play some things that could be offensive to some, Duh. I can see people coming in and coming out and all that kind of fun stuff. And I understand people get busy at their job, but I'm always amazed on when something that is quote unquote, potentially controversial on how people will drop off on how people won't stick around and that's okay what i'm trying to do because it is a try there is no other ways ands if and buts around it what i am trying to do is provide you with information that you normally might not get unless you went digging so i give you portion of the information of what i'm able to find with the attempt and the understanding that I am giving you part of the information with you having to do additional homework. Does it suck? Yeah, it sucks. But I think that you should know exactly what's going on based on some of the things that are out there. Just my opinion. Just saying. And that's what I wanted to say as I'm saying this right now because I think it's very important to know why I do it this way. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So let's go into some information on what I consider the swamp. Joe Biden does not support defunding the police. A spokesperson said that he hears and shares the deep grief and frustration of those calling out for change. And it is driven to ensure that justice is done and that we put a stop into the terrible pain. That being said, Biden does not believe that police should be defunded. But there is an urgent need for reform. So something to think about as that does come become part of the conversation. And we keep on hearing more and more about defunding the police department. 
based on Black Lives Matter's movement. If you take a look at their website, as we discussed yesterday, some more information came about. Now, I did have someone send me the definition of defunding. I do appreciate you taking the time on doing so. That's not exactly what I was looking for. What I'm looking for is what Black Lives Matter's movement is meaning by the whole portion of defunding. Like I said, I've been able to find several things off of different websites on what they're saying, but it's not exactly addressed on their website. So let me make sure that I'm clear on what I'm looking for. Anyways, some more information here. You heard it first here. Atlanta Mayor Keisha Bottoms is now in the running for Joe Biden's vice presidency. Bottoms rose to prominence after swiftly denouncing violence and protests after largely peaceful riots during the day. The Hill reports that Biden is under pressure to pick a woman of color in the VP slot. He's already committed to it being a woman. So it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next few, over the next few weeks on who will be his potential running mate. Because, of course, that always plays a factor. So let's continue, continue, continue. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $410 million jackpot or $308.2 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing either. Wednesday's night drawing will be for $22 million jackpot or $16.7 million cash payout. Just for information purposes, just so you know. Anyways, just because people have requested, I'm going to share the information because I think it's important for you to know because you wanted it, so I'm going to give it to you. Universal is taking the psychological thriller you should have left straight to to VOD. That's video on demand, just in case you didn't know that. <laughs> Duh. The flick directed by David Cobb stars Kevin Bacon and Amanda Siegfried as a couple seeking restful vacation on an isolated edge of the world in the Welsh countryside, only to discover that the secret demand of reckoning and travel with them. Bacon's character Theo loses his grasp with reality and suspects into a sinister force of the house that knows more than than he or Sentry's character, Suzanne, have revealed even to each other. The movie, the movie will be available starting June the 19th. So just so you are aware, if that's something that you're interested in, because people ask me for this. So I'm going to share this information with you. Chris Cuomo was quad strutting his stuff in the garden of the Hamptons mansion. The younger brother of the New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, was seen totally nude in the background of his wife's social media yoga session. The video was quickly deleted, but not before some followers snagged a screenshot. Now page six is working to get the, to the bottom of the situation, but neither Cuomo nor his wife has responded to many calls and emails asking to confirm it is in fact the news anchors, the news anchors distinguished. Well, you know, I guess you get it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know some stuff there. Anyways, let me explain. Let me tell you about this one. Mark Wahlberg was bashed on social media after posting a memorial to George Floyd. Many commented on the post calling out Wahlberg's hate crime conviction from 1988, while others claimed he edited his Wikipedia page to try to hide the crime. According to the court documents, when the actor was 16, he attacked a pair of Vietnamese American men in Boston's neighborhood, punching one and knocking them out. With a stick, Wahlberg claims that the incident was not race-related, that he was only trying to steal some beer. He was charged with attempted murder, but that was dropped to assault. He only served 45 days in prison. I always wonder, when you hear some new older news story like that, do you not believe that people can change? I mean, we are talking about when he was 16. I'm not defending the guy. I don't know the guy, of course. But I'm not defending him either. But don't you think that you might be much different than what you were when you were 16? I'm just saying. 
Because I think that, you know, if you go back to when you were 16 to whatever the hell your age is right now, you might be significantly different than you were back then. Now, that's just my thought. I could be absolutely incorrect. But most people do change throughout the years. Just throwing that out there. Anyways, Joe Exotic doesn't think that he'll last too long behind bars. The Tiger King star penned a letter the last week to supporters, fans, and loved ones that basically asked President Trump or Kim Kardashian to set him free. Kim Kardashian? Really? Really? Okay, the letter continues saying that his soul is dead and claims that he is not being given the proper meds for an undisclosed health condition, which leaves him feeling like he will be dead in two to three months. Exotic Legal's team is working hard to get a pardon from Trump. A pardon from Trump. The Tiger King. Now, what the hell do you think will happen if he gets out? Do you think that things will go back to normal? Do you think that he'll try to go back to getting his um his zoo or whatever the hell they call it? I don't know. I, I'm just asking. I, I don't know anything. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. So anyways, that's some stuff to think about there. Anyways, let's cover some info relatively quick. Let me give you something from the sports world. Matter of fact, before we jump into the sports world. Let me jump around real quick. U.S. prosecutors would like to speak to Prince Andrew about the former friendship with convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. According to multiple reports, a formal request has been made as part of the investigation into Epstein. The Sun was the first to report that the prosecutors believe that Andrew could have key information that could insist in the inquiry of Epstein. And he would be interviewed as a witness rather than a suspect. If the royal doesn't cooperate, he will likely be summoned to court. As previously reported, Andrew has denied allegations by Virginia Guffrey that he had had sex with her at one of Epstein's parties when she was 17. Then, during his disastrous interview last November regarding the allegations, he said that he did not regret his friendship with the late financier, whom he said taught him about the trade of business. Following the interview, Andrew stepped back from royal duties. So something to think about there. Anyways, let me jump into the world of sports real quick. Kevin Durant's season is over. The Brooklyn Nets superstar told the undefeated that he does not plan on playing at all, which his team with his team in Orlando. Yeah, that would be here in Orlando. Adding that it's just the best for him to wait and he doesn't need that type of intensity right now. Also, he feels that he will that it will give him more time to get ready for next season and the and the rest of his career. As for whether or not he will support this team on the bench, he says he still is undecided. Very interesting there that he is making a, a stance that way. Anyways, let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today because I think those are going to be interesting as we move forward. National Donald Duck Day. National Strawberry Pie Day. National Early Day. What the hell's National Early Day? Can someone tell me what that is? Well, I know I woke up early today. Does that count? Is that part of National Early Day? Call your doctor day. Give me a call if you want. I can be your doctor. I mean, I'm not a medical doctor. I am a doctor, but not a medical doctor. Um, you can give me a call if you want. We can go from there. Anyways, let me tell you this. Think about this for a moment. Let me tell you about some occurrences that occurred on this day. I'm just going to tell you one. Because this is interesting. Back in 2013, Edward Snowden makes his identity known as the leaker of the NSA documents. The documents revealed publicly numerous global programs 
for the first time. He acquired the documents while working at the as an NSA contractor. Snowden would be charged with the following week by violating Espionage Act and theft of government property. But he fled to Hong Kong, then to Russia, where he remains. That was seven years ago. Man, does it seem like a lifetime ago that that occurred. And still to this day, I know that he had he had put out a book. And I think that the pro he couldn't even get the proceeds for the book. I think that they were going somewhere else now. I have to double check that. I don't want to give you a lot of bullshit um, in that particular regards. Did you read the book? Did anybody read the book? Did anybody who's listening read the book is really what I meant. Not did anybody read the book because, of course, I know somebody read the book. I had some jackass one time respond to something like that. Like, hey, did anybody see this? No, no, I'm sorry. Of course, that's what, not what I meant. Anyway, let's talk about a couple people's birthdays today out in the celebrity world. Anyways, Natalie Portman today turns 39. Wow, would have never guessed. Johnny Depp turns 57. Michael J. Fox, 59. Yeah, I didn't say that backwards, just in case. Aaron Sorkin, screenwriter, turns 59. Dick Vitell, sportscaster, turns 81. Wow, that's a couple different things there. Anyway, so we talked about the big, the next big safety broadcast that's actually coming up. Um, so you have the opportunity of entering into that if you're interested in doing so. Before I forget today, I want to make sure that we talk about some of the things going on with everything going on in the world right now. Let's have a brief conversation about mental health. If you're going through thoughts of depression or suicidal thoughts, you can call our friends at the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That's suicidepreventionlifeline.org you can go to, or you can call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. Now, they're available there for you and can assist you with anything that you need in regards if you're dealing, struggling with mental health or with depression at the moment. Also, another place that you can actually get some information from is if you go to To Right Love on Her Arms. That is To Right Love on Her Arms. Those are some different things that are available for you that could provide some sort of resource to you as well. So I wanted to make quick reference to those things because I think that they're very, very, very important. Also, come by the website. Come hang out. Let's do some things together. We're streaming live 24-7. Well, we're streaming 24-7 there. Some live shows are sprinkled in from time to time. You can take a listen to what we have going on at Safety FM. I always think it's exciting when we get to hang out and do some things. I do jump in from time to time there live. Some pre some pre-announced, some not announced. We got some special stuff coming up. Keep in mind, next week is the end of the next Big Safety Podcast contest. So if you have not entered, please feel free on entering. You can enter in daily. I think that's important there. You can enter in daily to have your show hosted right here on the station. I think that'll be fun for us. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. 
Have we told you? Do you know about this? We are looking for the next big safety podcast. This is the contest. Oh, yes, the contest. After producing and creating and interacting with several different artists, podcasters, and broadcasters, we want to offer to you the possibility of becoming the next big safety podcast. So what do you need to do? Right now, if you go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest, that's safetyfm.com forward slash contest, you have the possibility of being the next big safety podcast. You and your show could come onto the Safety FM network. For the next year, we will host your podcast on our servers. We will give you access to the Safety FM broadcast network and, of course, access to the Safety FM listeners. Come by to the website to enter. That's safetyfm.com forward slash contest. You can enter in daily. This contest is only valid for the United States of America. Please look at contest rules on the website.